coming up on this episode of Don't Panic, we've got a lot of tech news, including freebie, how you can get free data from Verizon, but there's a catch. We'll also talk smaller iPhones with smaller storage. We're also going to discuss Android being worth a lot of money to Google and the new Facebook Sports Hub. It's all coming up, but before we get to that, the fun headline of the week, an Amazon executive was quoted as saying our drones will be, quote, more like horses than cars. Well, guys, you know how well that worked out for the horses. I think it's time for Don't Panic. This is Don't Panic, episode number 118, recorded January 25th, 2016, on free bees, super small iPhones, and sports hubs for nerds. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast that's still snowed in. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by the uh, the hot tea and warm honey of technology. They'll both soothe your sore throat. It's Colby Rabidou and Dan Miller. Gentlemen, how's uh, how's life in the fast lane? How are we doing this week? Woo, we got snowed on. Well, yeah. some of us did. Now, did you both get snow? Some of us did. Some of us did. You certainly did, Dan. We we got. I oh. we got like like six or seven inches here. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, I think we uh, got uh, upwards of thirty inches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was the second largest snowfall in history in New York City. It was a quarter of an inch short of the all-time record in the 1800s. Wow. Damn. That is not yeah. messing around. Now, my question, Dan, did you... I, I was watching the news, and I saw a lot of um, a lot of folks in New York City going out about their business, walking the streets, enjoying a carless New York City. Did you get out, do any sledding? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We went to Central Park, like, right in the middle of the blizzard. It was fantastic. Uh, I forgot that how much playing in the snow is a full-body activity. Uh and I was completely exhausted at the end. And thankfully, or unfortunately, there were no bars open at 2 o'clock on Saturday uh, <laughs> during the blizzard. So I had to go home and, and drink a beer by myself. Uh, but one tech-related, two tech-related things that came out of the storm. One, there is no service disruption besides cars couldn't drive That's pretty at good. all. Internet worked fine everywhere that I heard of in New York City. The power stayed on everywhere that I heard of in New York City. The trains were still running throughout the blizzard. Uh, The buses weren't, but otherwise it was great. The second thing was uh, I think that I've had mixed feelings about these delivery services uh, for a long time. Uh, Although I did recently try Caviar. Did someone recommend that on this show? Uh, caviar is like a less skeevy seamless. Uh, is, is seamless skeevy? Oh, yeah. Because I've never used these services, so you'll have to... Yeah. How... Did you read that, that New York Times article about the, um, the nail salons in New York and, like, how none of the people there paid anything and they live in these compounds... Dan, and they take these buses in. Up here in the farms, we don't read no fancy New York Times. All right. So, Seamless, I I think that someone should do a similar expose in Seamless because I have the suspicion that it's a similar deal. None of these 
delivery people live in New York. They're clearly not getting paid all that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's even if they were, it is a terrible job. Uh, now, I, I have a question. Does, does yeah. Seamless uh, do their own deliveries? Because some of the other the other services like. Right. Um, I don't know, like the, the Foodler is I guess there's Seamless here, too, and probably all the other ones. But I feel like Foodler is the one that's that was has been around in Boston for a long time. Uh-huh. And uh so they have, for the most part, you just get a delivery person from the restaurant. Like, yeah. Uh, so it's just like you, you know, like it's it's basically instead of calling in your order, you just submit yeah. your order online, and it works the same. They're way. just middlemen; they have no other right. stake. Yeah, so, so do, seamless it, works the same way. Gotcha. So, uh, in any case, uh, but yeah. what I. I am I'm curious. I suspect that the restaurants don't employ these people. I suspect that there is yet another third party that provides delivery services for restaurants. That's my suspicion. I don't know this. Anyways, uh Saturday, New York City, blizzard conditions, travel ban uh on the roads and there are these poor, seamless delivery people skidding around their bicycles on the street trying to get people their stupid pad tie or whatever the hell it is that they're giving them. Uh, I was I was angry. It's like you couldn't you couldn't plan ahead a day. All the restaurants were open on Sunday by like noon. You couldn't plan ahead one day and get yourself like that's one thing. The other thing is it's not like you're gonna starve. Uh, you probably have some food, even if you didn't. All day you wouldn't starve, or you could get your butt out of the house and walk over to a friend's house if you're really hungry. Did you really need to put these people through that? And I also hope you gave a 100% tip. Uh, that was my other technology story. I like the way that uh, uh, what is it? Postmates and Caviar do it, where they the delivery people are employed by the company providing the ordering. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think that that's it. Just feels it feels like you have to confront it more, which I think is important. Like to get around this uh, people being uh, distanced from the human factor because of technology. Anyways, that was a blizzard in New York. Other than that, I watched uh, I watched Peaky Blinders. I am on the the season finale of of season two now. So. <laughs> What do you think? Uh, oh, it's amazing. That went by pretty quickly. That was my Saturday and Saturday night and my Sunday. Uh, and I finished all of Rick and Morty. So that's done. So you, you all need to start recommending some more TV shows. <laughs> that won't be a problem, Dan, I assure you. <laughs> happy, happy to help. Excellent. Um, no snow for you, Sean? Not a flake. Not a flake, which is nice. weird because usually we get the snow and you guys don't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was no super snow boring. Gypsy, either I saw. No, no, the line stayed pretty far south. So uh, I kept watching CNN like everyone was having fun in New York City, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> everything's so boring here. I mean, but, it could have been a disaster, right? Oh like, no, and and yeah. to, to be honest, I I give New York all the credit in the world. They they handle it in stride. So. You know, that's pretty respectable. But I did do something. We were talking about this a little bit before the show. We didn't get into it. But 
Um, I, we talked the other week about my uh, my new PC. I started playing video uh, video games. Maybe you've heard of wow. them. Wow. Yes. Yeah. I know. I've heard of these before. That's um, crazy. And so I did. I did three, and they and I wanted to start with a very base level of game, like something I uh-huh. could handle. So I started with Rocket League. Nice. Ton of fun. And I'm actually not terrible, which is which <laughs> is surprising. Oh man. I want to kind of, I've kind of, ah. So we'll have to, we'll have to play. Um, add, add me on Steam. Uh, what is it? S- yeah, what's your Steam name? S-J-E-N-N-5-3. S-J-E-N-N-5-3. That's right. There are no users e- that match your search. <laughs> All right. All right. Maybe that's, I'm, it, oh, it's capital S and capital J. I don't know if you have to do that, if it's case sensitive. That would be pretty terrible. Oh my God. All right, I'll figure this out later. Yes, we'll we'll get to that. But um but that was a lot of fun. I did um we talked about the EA All Access thing, right? For five dollars you get the games. So yeah. I tried that and was playing Need for Speed, the new one, which is a lot of fun. Um because racing games I can totally handle. That is uh-huh. well within my wheelhouse. And then uh and then lastly I want to play uh a more traditional game. So I got the original Assassin's Creed. One. Oh, not the original. Yes, I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. And Colby can vouch. Yeah, I have watched a playthrough of that game no less than three times end to end. Oh yeah. I I know it by heart. So I figured if I'm going to start somewhere, the, see the original. I mean, I commend you for for doing it, but like, I don't think it was necessary because you watched me play. Through I know. The whole thing. But, but it was just like it. the original was was all the things com- people complain about about Assassin's Creed to the max. Like, yeah, it was so repetitive. I'm the really second. In- the second one was really fun. I think that's what I'm excited for. And I, I am having fun punching the stupid woman who always asks you for money. Please, sir, I'm so poor. Use puncher because uh, she's really <laughs> annoying. But uh, and I'm not. I'm a terrible at like the par- parkour climbing shit. I'm awful at that. You just walk around on the street. I I, I I do. I run. I run everywhere. It's bad. Uh, he, yeah. Sean doesn't run. He respectfully walks so I, he doesn't have I to blend. knock anyone over. I blend, yeah, as yeah, they yeah. say. Um, no, honestly, and I realized I didn't grow up playing video games, so I do not have controllers. I really don't. That's why I didn't start with, like, you know, Counter-Strike or something crazy because I just I don't have hands that work with controllers. So. Oh, my God. We should totally play Counter-Strike. Oh, on game nights. No. Yes. No, what a disaster. Let's stick <laughs> Rocket League. I can do Rocket League. That Rocket is Rocket League. Okay. I want to see if I have Rocket League for the PS4 and it is a blast. I'm going to see. Yeah, I can get it, I think. Well, we'll come up with some stuff to play, but uh, right. but you can ma- install Windows on this computer is what I really It's <laughs> a good start. Do. Yeah. It's the first thing you should do. Um yeah. but but the computer ran great, honestly. The load times were I mean, I know it was you know, an eight-year-old game for Assassin's Creed, but um, the the load times were crazy good, so I was I was pretty happy. On yeah, my big the screen. PC graphics are just the best. Yeah, I'm I'm even Need for Speed, which is brand new, worked fantastically. So, um, so that's what I did this weekend. Played some video games. It was fun. Awesome. Um, by the way, speaking of game nights, people should go check that out. GameNights.tv. Watch us play Dungeons and Dragons. We do that every week. Uh, it's a lot of fun i recommend it um and i will say starting with episode 11 we start with the game night's name and for this show and that show and all the other shows i'm using a new audio algorithm listen and tell me i think it sounds a lot better but you'll have to listen and let me know oh yeah i I was wondering if you yeah it does well i haven't released it yet oh okay so (laughs) 
Thank you for thinking. If you think it Maybe sounds good I'm now. Maybe I'm still amazed at how much better your new computer makes you see, see and... Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway. Look and sound. You'll there ha- you go. It's, it's, it's this episode of Don't Panic and episode 11 of Game Nights will be the first that use it. So you'll have to let me know. Um, all right. But you should go to that website. Of course, our website, don'tpanic.io as well, for links to all the everything, uh, all the episodes and the files and the this, that, and the other thing. And, of course, we're streaming live now on twitch.tv slash show. We do it Monday nights at roughly 10 p.m. Eastern. But you can follow us on Twitter at Don't Panic Show, and we'll tweet when we do that. Um, and we're going to be doing Twitch... As far as I know, at least for the moment, until YouTube decides to cooperate. But um, Twitch so far has been flawless, so I'm pretty happy about that. We look crazy crisp. Irresponsibly HD, so (laughs) I'm pretty happy about that. At least 2K. Um, So let's, I guess, do what we're here to do, which is talk about tech news um we've got a rundown here it's a little light on news we're getting a slow start to the year but there are a few stories in here um anything here you guys want to uh want to chit chat about sorry i got distracted uh oh yeah what is freebie i don't know anything about this freebie it's a it's a it's a clever named service you remember uh at&t are you familiar with the uh, the company? Uh, we talked about this on the show a while back. Their sponsored data plan, where a corporation can pay for you, a user's data, in exchange for using their app or their website or something like that. Well, Verizon launched their own program this week called Freebie, F-R-E-E-B-E-E, um, and their mascot is a little bumblebee. Um, and essentially the way it works is it's sponsored data. So um, let's, let's role play here. Let's say you're... Okay. Let's say you're just like, just like D&D. Yeah, exactly. So let's say you're Dan Miller, okay? And Dan yeah. Miller has a popular web service that um delivers some kind of content to users, Dan. What what kind of content does your app deliver? We deliver digital pancakes into your mouth. Digital pancakes into your virtual mouth. Sure. Yeah. Perfect. So, let's say Colby is an avid user of he loves pancakes he loves pancakes but he doesn't like your app why because <laughs> those pancakes use a lot of his data they're data intensive pancakes okay are you tell me you're with me are you some with me? 4k pancakes those are <laughs> it's big and it eats up his data every month and he's not a happy camper so what is colby to do well dan you're in luck because you can pay verizon for the right to not have your pancakes wait sorry oh Yes, uh, to pancakes. Have your pancakes <laughs> not count against Colby's data cap? Mm. Sponsored or content. Colby could not eat pancakes on the bus and eat them at home like a normal person. No, not anymore. Not in a sponsored future, Dan. You could just switch to T-Mobile and it doesn't matter. That's exactly. I have an unlimited data plan. <laughs> well, for Verizon customers, they now have freebie. They say it's in beta form starting right now. We'll have a greater rollout later this year. Brands that have already signed up include AOL, um, not surprising considering Verizon owns them, um, Hearst Magazines, uh, Game Day, and, and a number of other things. For Verizon customers, if your content is part of the service, I actually think this is nice, there's going to be a little B icon next to it indicating it is paid for and it will not count against your data allotment. So at least you'll know if what you're using counts against it. It will be applied to apps and websites on your phone. Sweet. Nice. Well, 
Is this, it's all over, guys. Is this net neutrality is dead? Is that what we're saying here? The guy, yeah. Dan, if some other, if Facebook rolls out a Pancakes app because they've got bigger bucks. They, they do can, have bigger bucks. They yeah. can, they, well, Dan, don't sell yourself short. I think your Pancake app is great. You're going to make it, buddy. You just hang in there. There's a short stack joke somewhere in here. but. Uh... Mm. <laughs> oh, boy, this is getting off the rails quickly. Um, yes, but that's the point, right, is is whoever has the most money. Um and what recently, I, there was a controversy controversy with T-Mobile mm. regarding, what was it again? I don't remember. Binge On. Binge On. Yes, which yeah. is their free video to T-Mobile subscriber service. And there were a couple concerns. One was the quality. So the actual video quality you get isn't quite as good as what they promise. Um, the other thing is certain services weren't included. Um, and they weren't happy about that as well. So there was certainly some some controversy uh, there. It's really throttled data is what a lot of users consider it because while it doesn't count towards a, a data cap if you have one, it is of lower quality. Yeah. So uh, that that made me think twice when I saw that they are optimizing your your videos as part of the binge on did you so they're not streaming them at full quality youtube right they're streaming them reduced quality yep and i was like no no that's not and see now now it feels too bad now t-mobile you have now i'm upset Mm -hmm. like sure if you want to give me free data that's great but if you want to give me now i i can't even i couldn't watch youtube on my T-Mobile phone at full quality. So it's not... I don't have 4 gigabytes a month. I have 4 gigabytes asterisk a month. And that's... Yeah. That was the first time T-Mobile has made me upset. Yeah, it is kind of... It is kind of annoying that... Because really what... It's marketing is what it is, right? T-Mobile wants to be able to say, oh, we give data to users and we're good to our users and we love them, but it's almost a bit of a bait and switch and I think that's what really had customers irritated was that... It's not all the video you can eat. It's all the you know mediocre quality video you can eat. So, um, it's not all the pancakes you can eat. It's all the the freezer pancakes. It's, it's all the Aunt Jemima powder that you you barely mixed when you were still half drunk um, and slapped on top of your your stove and made a mess, and then they came out mostly burnt. Sean, have you ever done this before? I have no idea what you're talking about, Dan. No idea. No idea. Um. Yeah, so it, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I think it's going to be interesting. For me, this type of service becomes valuable in high data situations, right? If AOL is just going to sponsor me to read their articles for free, I don't really care, right? Because that's such a minuscule amount of data that maybe in the long run, but it's so small. I'm more interested in when they roll it out to entire apps or to videos or to larger content as somebody with a limited amount of data that I never come close to using, by the way. Um, I share six gigabytes with two other people, mm-hmm. and we I don't think we ever use more than three in a month because we're just yeah. all on Wi-Fi all the time. Yeah. Yep, I'm the same. Um, so maybe it's just not that big of a concern. I'm going to take yeah, I'm, I'm on I'm on Wi-Fi at home, and I'm on Wi-Fi at work. So I only use the the data plan on the on the weekends and then some special well, and days or weeks. It's when even I do what you weird. do on your phone, right? Even even at home, I don't really watch a lot of video on my phone. 
I don't download huge apps that often. Um, and even when I'm on the go, it's to check Twitter or to send text messages or make phone calls and things like that. You know, I know, I know it's a limited group who's, you know, maybe like you city guys watching videos on the, on the, on the bus or on the train. But, um, I think it's becoming less and less a situation of that as time goes on. And maybe that's why Verizon and T-Mobile and these companies can get away with promising this is because it's not going to be a big cost to them. I'd be curious to know how many people actually use Bin John and services like that. Yeah. It seems to be the case that I use approximately two gigabytes a month. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it's a big – and I know – actually, it's, it's not in the rundown, but I know this week AT&T actually brought back unlimited data – if you're a DirecTV subscriber and you bundle, they now have a deal where you get unlimited data. Um, but honestly, uh, I've been of the position that who cares? I mean, yeah. in a small group of people, especially like business users, I think you're going to care. But I think your average person, I don't know. Yeah. I think I used to like having unlimited data more when I was like tethering, mm. uh, like when I had a, that bus ride. Because um, yeah. that was that was, it was really nice for that, and to be honest, the only reason like I've considered dropping down to a, a less expensive T-Mobile plan, um, but I think this is the the cheapest one that also has tethering, um, and it's not oh. that expensive either. It's, it's mine definitely has tethering. Which one yeah. are you on? Uh, I don't know, but I don't pay for the unlimited one. I I can look. Maybe maybe I need to reevaluate the plan. Yeah. Uh, Look at that. Not only do we talk tech news here, we give actual consumer advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we give uh, investment advice, right? And, no, oh. <laughs> and most of that you shouldn't listen to. Um, <laughs> I'm on three slash unlimited, whatever that means. I don't know. Which I think means it's unlimited. But you don't actually Wink. Yeah, it's unlimited. Wink. <laughs> uh... Oh, wait, no, that's how many minutes I've used. Why are you giving me how many minutes I use on the front page? Jeez. Uh, okay, I have to keep looking. Keep looking. We should probably move on to something this else. This is very interesting. Yeah, so <laughs> look forward to Freebie coming soon if you're a Verizon customer, as well as uh, AT&T subscribers will have their sponsored data, and, of course, T-Mobile will have their binge on and listen on services. Um Back to the rundown, gentlemen. What in here is worth talking about? Or maybe none of it's worth talking about. Um, <laughs> we can. That is to be seen. We've got smaller iPhones. We've got uh, Android revenues finally announced. Um, Google and Apple search deal. Facebook what's Sports the, Hub. Yeah, what's the Sports Hub? It's the the Sports Hub. The Sports Hub. And I, I'm, okay, I'm curious why you think, you see your, your title on this makes me think you're sort of down on it. No, actually, I think it's kind of awesome. I just wanted to write something funny and clever. So, oh, okay. That, that was <laughs> that was just me trying to be smart, and it didn't work. But um, <laughs> no, Sports Hub, which, by the way, if you're a um, if you're from Boston and you listen to Patriots Radio, you know it's uh, was it ninety eight five the Sports Hub Patriots Radio Network. Um, that's that's the first thing I thought of when I when I uh, saw this. But condolences, um, by the way. I I saw the game results. Mm. Yes, I know. Carolina really put a womp down on Arizona, and I, good for them. I think Carolina's a young team. They've worked hard, and uh, it's it's good for them. I can't wait to watch them completely obliterate the Broncos in the Super Bowl. 
Me too. I thought, in all seriousness, no, think, but in all seriousness, no, I thought the Patriots game was a pretty good game. It was, it was not at all what I was expecting from from Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. who like they basically didn't do anything. It was no. such a defensive game. It's oh, very absolutely. Bizarre. Yeah, it was. It was fun to watch. Stressful, but fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely sad. But what are you gonna do? That's right. Hey, At least they didn't lose to the Giants in the Super Bowl. That's, that's really right. all I ask from now until forever. And, and I'd rather be the Patriots <laughs> next year than the Broncos next year. Mm, Put it absolutely. that way. Um, Facebook, they call it Sports Stadium. Uh, but I've also seen it called Sports Hub. That's why I call it that. Um, and it is a new dedicated session of, section of Facebook um, that's all about sports. So um, when a game is on, you'll be able to click on presumably the app. And you will see uh, four tabs, they say. The first, play-by-play details, um, like you would see on an ESPN-type app. So what down is it, where they are on the field. Um, And this is for different sports. It's not just football. Um, The second tab will be what your friends are saying, uh, comments. The third will be comments from experts, people who are verified, players, coaches, analysts. Um, And then the final one is detailed stats for the event you're watching. So if you use, again like the NFL app or the ESPN app, it's going to be a similar experience. Um, now, of course, they won't be streaming any of the games itself. Um, it's just licensing the game data. Um, but what they they claim, uh, Facebook's Dan Reed said, that the hub is a complement to the television experience. Quote, it provides information about the game, but it also provides you that vital conversation and interaction around the game, which we think is really critical to consuming live sports. Vital. Vital. You can't it, live sports, without it. Like, yeah, it hasn't all that stuff before this. All that live TV crap doesn't matter. What a it's joke! Not, yeah, that's that's never worked. Thank you, we Facebook. Want, yeah, thank you, Facebook. Twitter definitely didn't do this Facebook first. Saving me. From, <laughs> honestly, uh, there is not. I was watching before we came on the air. They're doing a uh, uh, the Democratic presidential candidate town hall on CNN, and I was watching it with my phone in my hand. Now, now did, hang on. Yeah, no. All right. I was wondering about this. Did, they, did the Democratic Party just decide to rebrand their debates as town halls because there weren't no. enough people fighting? No, no, no. This one's actually a town hall. Uh, the difference being that the um, a debate is all of the candidates on stage at the same time get asked questions by a moderator. A town hall is where um, actual audience participants ask the questions. Um, and in the case of CNN's and tonight, are, the are ca- both the candidates up there? Well, there are three candidates, Dan, and all three. I'm sorry, <laughs> they, I know we all forget about Martin O'Malley. It's fine; you're not alone. He's wow. very forgettable. No, the um, harsh. In the case I'm of sorry. CNN's, they're Party. on one at a time. Tonight, they each get about thirty to thirty-five minutes apiece. See, that's interesting. All right. Yeah, and actually, it was very good. I was really enjoying it because the questions were good. Anyway, we won't get into that, but. The point I was getting at was that I had my phone in my hand the whole time looking at Twitter. So I I totally get it. And actually, and if you've ever watched the show, you know I'm down on Facebook pretty generally. But I actually think this could be cool. And it is something I actually am looking forward to trying. Um, Now, my only concern is I like the experts part. I don't like the friends part because most of my Facebook friends are morons. So I don't really... (laughs) care too much about what they have to say but if they do create a really good app that shows the stats as the game is going on and really interesting stuff then i'm on board dan i know you're a big sports guy what do you think of this yeah uh i watch all the sports yeah Uh, name uh, one 
uh, there's basketball. Uh huh. And there's football, which I believe we were talking about earlier. Dan, can you name five professional basketball teams? Ooh, uh, the Hornets. Who were from? You gotta name the city too. Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. There's one. North Carolina. Uh, the Toronto Raptors. I don't <laughs> know why. I'm picking all the weird ones. Uh, and then you got the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Are they? Uh. Uh. Wait, what's the other New York team that's actually... Well, if I told you... Yeah, all right, so we'll skip that one. The the Golden State San Francisco Warriors? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, one more. Okay, I should really know the other New York one. Uh, and the Boston Celtics. Hey, there you go. hey, all right. You get what's your... the other New York one, the, though? The Knicks, the Knickerbockers. The Knicks. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not so hot. No, pretty forgettable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least they're not the 76ers. We'll 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 thank God for that. Who just set an Yeah, the Philadelphia 76ers who set a new record this season for starting the season like 2 and 30 or something like that. It was the worst record ever in the history of professional sports. Like the longest losing streak ever. Or what? Basketball? No, in like any professional sport ever. But they're a basketball team. But they're a basketball. Yes, they're a basketball team. Um So yeah, Dan, there you go. We now we now know you are a a sports fanatic. Um, are you excited about the app? Well, the uh, part of the app? No. No. <laughs> no, you're going to stick with Twitter or... Uh... Like, what do you do watch... during the Super Bowl? Oh, I go... you go to a party that is the get time, drunk. the one time of the year where I go over a friend's house and we watch the game and we sit around and we eat food. And that is a social experience. That's Sometimes right. when something crazy happens, I am on Twitter, though. I remember when the lights went out. Yeah. Uh, I was on Twitter for that. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. That was a blast. Uh, oh, no. um, before before we change topic and I forget, last night during the Patriots game was the first time I ever heard the announcers properly reference the tablets that the coaches use as Microsoft Surface Pro tablets, and they referenced it. They only referenced it to to note that all of the Patriots' tablet, coaches' tablets were not working. <laughs> this, this just in. The Patriots' coaches' Microsoft Surface Pros are all down. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, that was too funny. All season long, they call them iPads, and then the one time... And then, and then they're like, yeah, it's a big new deal this year. Everyone's using the Microsoft Surface Pro tablets, but they don't seem to be working. And actually, I did read there was a... It wasn't even the tablets that was the problem. There was like a loose network cable somewhere. And it wasn't even the tablets, but man, you're so right. That was funny. I'm like, oh, and then of course there was like immediately a Microsoft ad right after that. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you're not really helping your case here, guys. Uh, but yeah, I don't watch sports, so yeah, I watch a football game like twice a year, probably. And I, I actually like basketball much better, but I yeah. rarely watch basketball. Bummer. Have you guys have you guys been following the Red Foxes, the Marist Red Foxes? Uh, passively, but I haven't watched any of the games. They're terrible. They're not. Neither of neither of the teams are as bad as they were earlier. That's true. So. The, the women won tonight against. Yeah. Uh, I have it here against uh, who's SPU. Spew. Uh, St. Peter's against Spew. Yeah. Uh, and they won before that too. I think. Yeah. So they're they're picking up heat at the right time of the year. Yeah, only matters at the end. It's what I'm told, at least. Wow, that's <laughs> doesn't even matter yet, right? Because everyone goes to the the uh, the Mac the, basically. The yeah. yeah, 
we should just be sports commentators. We'd be so, you know, just use every <laughs> cliche in the book. You know, they what's would... really important, they got to come out and play all four downs. You can't just, can't, if you, if the players who don't want to play, they should get out of here, not be here. It should be the yeah, players yeah. on the but, field. But I want to hear, I want to hear it say, you know what? This game, they don't really actually have to play all four downs. Really, I think it would probably be best if they really sat the first two out, save themselves up for next Sunday because they're, they're going to want that extra energy then. But for now, just take it easy. Play the bench first two downs and then, you know, really put some effort in the well, second half there. I was wondering at the end of the Carolina-Arizona uh, game when they were, it was like, what, like 42 to 12 or something and i was like could the cardinals just leave with like five minutes left like what if they just got up and left they just walked out because they don't they're not gonna win well that was was that that was the super bowl two years ago right it was oh the, the broncos got blown out yeah yeah oh that was a disaster was it, uh wait who was it the seattle seahawks, seahawks yeah which i think still yeah. stands as the biggest or the sec i think it's the second biggest super bowl blowout ever yeah it was so they they didn't score a touchdown until, like, towards the very end. It was almost the largest. It was not a very memorable game. It was extremely memorable for me. <laughs> that is the – I don't remember who played last year, but I remember that game. The Patriots won last year. <laughs> That's right. The Seattle Seahawks. That's right. Interesting. And then do you remember who played the, the blackout game, the game where the lights went out? It was San Francisco. Yeah, very good. It's in uh, New Orleans. No, they played in New Orleans. Played in New Orleans. Yeah. I don't remember who they played. They then. played the the Super Bowl champion that year, Baltimore Ravens. Ah. With with the less than elite quarterback Joe Flacco. Um but now we're turning into a sports show, which <laughs> I am absolutely confident in saying nobody wants. So By the way, uh there's the the sport esport app or something. What is that thing called? Uh what? Uh sorry. Esports. There's an esports app from the people who make the score. There we go, which is like apparently a famous sports app. Mm-hmm. And today I got a really cool notification for this. I when I I downloaded it and I I like started following some Heroes of the Storm teams and it's never told me anything because no one gives a crap about Heroes of the Storm. But apparently it started to work and today they sent me a notification that two of the players on one of the teams I followed have been traded to another team. You can do that. Cool. I, I think it said traded, but really, like, I don't think it's trading. I think it's just that two people left. Is there like a draft yeah. or something? Is you know, is there like a Pro Bowl? Is how does this? No, there is a. Each game has a draft, though. Are you are you familiar with this? No, I'm not familiar with any of this. Oh, okay. This so very... this is this is sort of cool. About about half or more of the game is decided right in the beginning. You have. Five minutes, like, I don't know, let's see, like a five minute, five, whatever, a couple minutes pool of time, and you have to pick five characters for your for your players to play, mm-hmm. and and you can ban two, and it goes in a certain order, so you can deny the other team from getting a character either by banning it or picking it for yourself, uh, and you won't want to show what your strategy is until the very end, because the longer the other team doesn't know your strategy, the less likely they'll be able to counter it. And it's this very high-intensity, quick uh, thing that happens before Dota 2, League of Legends. All these games work this way. Uh, so it's sort of like a draft there, but that happens every game. I'm going to stick with football. This, this is, <laughs> I want the guys just imagine, pounding yeah, each yeah. other. 
imagine. So I heard this analogy the other day. Imagine football, except you you can only play a certain number of players, and you sort of have this this the every game you don't know going into it what players will get to play, and you have to sort of wait and see how the draft turns out. And not only that, but you don't know exactly what game it is that you will be playing because the different stages have different objectives. Uh, Could you? So, well, that just makes me think of a world where, like, all the basketball, baseball, and football players are put into a mix, and then you yeah. have to you have to pick them before knowing which of the three sports you're going to play. Exactly. Yeah. So there's certain, and you want to you want versatility then, but a riskier move is to go all in on one strategy. Yeah, and and hope for the best. Otherwise, you're going to have a bunch of like scrawny uh, baseball players getting tackled in a football game. Yeah, but a baseball player might not do too badly in a basketball game. Man, this is. We might have just innovated sports, all of sports right here. Damn, we're good. Man, just we're an idea factory. I love it. It'll be it. fun to watch, right? Oh my god, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, Imagine, and then imagine like you mix a little bit of battle bots in to make things random. Where <laughs> shit throwing just, robots? Shit just, no, no, no. Stuff oh. just like pops up. Like the, like the stage changes. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. I'm going to spend too much time thinking about this. This is good. You know what we should do? We should watch one of these eSports games on one of these game night episodes. This whole this whole uh, Don't Panic episode is only going to be about us planning game night episodes. I we know. should We should watch a game, an eSports game. And do like live commentary or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be so I'd have to do my homework first. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, no, because I do want to like see what's up. I just don't. I, I yeah. have very little faith I'll enjoy it, but I, I'm certainly willing to try. Worth a shot. Okay. Um, let's continue on. I'm going to double check on our time here. We've got some. So more news. Um, we're really running on stories. So we can do small iPhones. We can do some Google Android money stuff. Let's we can do, do uh, small iPhones. Small iPhones, sure. So this is a an Apple rumor. Not that we do many of those on this show. No. Um Never. No, we're talking um, about iPhone um, and potentially a new iPhone. So the word on the street is that we may see an announcement in March from Apple. What will we see there? First of all, new Apple Watch. Not going to have a lot of new features. Maybe a camera in it, um, but otherwise not a big upgrade. Maybe colors and new bands, but not a big update. Maybe an iPad Air 3. Rumor we're going to talk about tonight, a new iPhone, the 5SE temporary name essentially what it means is a small new iphone they're going to take an iphone 6 uh guts so the the processor and the camera and all the stuff that goes into an iphone 6 and they are going to uh turducken style shove it up into a small (laughs) iphone 5 sized body it'll have the curved Uh edges of the new phone um but it will have that four inch screen it's going to have modern processors and and all of things like that. But the bad news apparently it'll still only start with sixteen gigabytes of storage, which is kind of crazy um as well um and no words specifically on the headphone jack issue, which we've talked about before on the show whether or not they will include that um potentially all in march guys is do you think there's a a good market for a four-inch iPhone, or do you think the the big phones are, are the future and they're here to stay, and it's as passe as a as a flip phone or a or a, or a sidekick? I, I will admit that I haven't been as inconvenienced by the this size iPhone, the whatever the smallest size they make now is, uh, as I thought I would be. 
But at the same time, if they were to say I could get, I could have no compromises and get a smaller one, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, it's nice for playing. I would much rather play Hearthstone on this than on like a 5S sized phone. Uh, so many misplays if I didn't <laughs> do that. The other day, the other day, guys, I was playing on my phone and I accidentally cast a spell. That it was deal two damage and heal yourself two dam two hit points, and I cast that on myself, so I did nothing. I just wasted wasted my crystals. Uh, it was very disappointing. Uh, yeah. So I, but that's the only reason I really like the bigger phone. So, uh, but it's not like I I'm pining for it either. And if this one had better battery life, I would get this one. So. Which it probably would if the only compromise is if there is no compromise, same processor and everything. Yeah. I, now, as I think about it, traditional Sean, right, would say, "No, this is a stupid idea. Why? I think this is the my iPhone six is the perfect size. I don't need nobody is asking for a smaller phone. <laughs> the phones are getting bigger." But I'm going to go ahead and say, if Apple is coming out with a smaller phone, there mm-hmm. is a reason. This company is not stupid, and I don't think they would roll out a smaller phone if they didn't feel there was a market for it. What is that market, right? A, people looking to save money. This phone will more than likely be the cheapest of the line. And let's be real, there are people who want free phones, who want $99 phones, and who aren't going to pay a full $200 or $300 for a full-size phone. Two, alternate markets, right? And I don't know if it's third world or emerging markets or what it is, but... Again, that price point, something smaller, may be more conductive to a market like that. These are assumptions, but I don't think it's a terrible idea, and I don't think it's terribly surprising. I think Apple is smart in wanting wanting a range of devices. How long did people say, you know, why doesn't Apple come out with a bigger phone? They did, and it's been a pretty sizable success for them. So I, I think they're getting smart and saying we need a range. We've got the iPad and the iPad Mini. We've got different sizes of MacBooks, and now we've got... They even have multiple sizes of watches, and now they're saying we need multiple sizes of phones. I do think the 5S is, is going to have to be replaced at some point, so I'm really not surprised that they're keeping a smaller phone in the lineup. I, I think it just makes sense. And to be honest, Apple has the runway where if they make a, biz, you know, a bunch of these and they don't sell, they're going to be fine. So I, I, for them, I think it's worth the shot. So I'm, I'm going to stay positive on the small iPhone. Yeah, I think I agree I'm- with you, Sean. I'm not negative on it. I just no, I, I don't want it as much as I thought I would have no. in August. And I and I, I I would be surprised if the American market is really where they make their money on this because I don't think it will be. Um, I I think there's a market elsewhere. Um, but it does bug me that apparently the 16 gigabyte minimum will remain and 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 if that's any indication if that will continue to the iPhone seven will get in the fall. Um, that would really suck because I think I honestly could not imagine getting a, I have, um, my iPad mini is 16 gigabytes and I run up against it all the time. I mean, stuff is just bigger. So it really, it's really going to bug me if they're going to insist on keeping that at least bump it up to 32. It's kind of crazy that it's still at 16. Yeah. But if they're going to keep it on the six S they're not going to get rid of it on, on something called a five S E. Well, but they could change it, right? So hypothetically, right, let's assume in the fall, iPhone 7, iPhone 7 Plus, 
Yeah. They drop the six and keep the six plus and the six pl- uh or the six S, the six S plus, and then do the five SE underneath it. They could yeah. bump the storage in the new version of the six S and the six S plus. They could. And they've they've done you know storage bumps before within models. So it's yeah. plausible. You're right. I don't think they could leave it. They I don't think they could change the seven and the five SE and not change the six. So it's just a matter of do they do none of them or all of them? I'd be it, yeah, in which case I do think that. Or it's a selling I advantage. Hope that they would do all it's them. a selling advantage to the seven, right? Maybe that's their their argument. They say, well, if you buy the nicer, the newer phone, the seven, we're going to bump you up to thirty two. If you're getting the old ones, it still starts at sixteen. That would also make sense. Yeah, I don't. They don't have. Yeah. I mean, how long were they selling the the eight gigabyte? Uh, you know, four four uh. 4s and the and the five i mean you know they or the five the what was it the the five c the plastic one which i really that was that came in eight gigabytes it did did for a surprisingly long amount of time wow um so that um yeah look at that uh yeah well how much storage did the first iphone have again oh geez four i have no idea Uh, i think you could do two or four right Two or four. That's a that's a guess though. I I'd be curious to find out the Man. truth and not my wild speculation. Four, eight, or sixteen says Wikipedia. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah, Man, come on. Sixteen was the biggest one you could get. Now it's the smallest. <laughs> I was I just to 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 make a point. I was setting up my new computer with Dropbox and transferring all my files here and there. I put a two terabyte hard drive in. I have nearly 500 gigabytes of files in my Dropbox. Uh-huh. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> in podcasting alone, I have nearly 100 gigabytes just in doing the podcasts. Then throw in all of my movies and TV show files, all of my music. All, you'd be surprised. It adds all my pictures, all my videos. Um it adds up quick, and I just I think we live in a world where storage has gotten so cheap. It's kind of bullshit that they that they make you yeah. pay you a hundred bucks extra. I could go and buy a memory card to make up the difference for like ten bucks. Yeah. So whatever, Apple, don't be lame. God. Maybe this year. We can only hope. I'm not. I'm I'm off cycle, so I'm not getting a new phone this year. Didn't we all just get new phones? Yeah. So See, no one. I own mine outright, so I can sell it. That's <clears throat> true. Well, and is any we were talking about moving to the leasing. If you had the lease plan, you can get the new phone. Yeah, something to think about. I, I think we'll see how much I, money I get for this one. I'd be curious, but maybe you will be upgrading. We'll have it, to might, see. Yeah, it might turn out that it's not compelling at all, and I'll stick with this one. That's true. Well, we got a long time to go before that. We'll certainly look forward to March, and then the fall will be even more Apple stuff. Uh, and then June will be WWDC, so we'll get software so there, too. So I have a question for both of you. Okay. Uh, as, as I sit here staring at my Apple Watch, uh, what is what is the thing that, that Apple could change in the Apple Watch that would make you want an Apple Watch? Well, now, not, not to say, now, you know, you could say make it free, but that's not like, no, a, what, what no. feature could they add? And maybe drop the price a little bit, but assume price as is. Well, is but there that's, anything you could imagine? That's the problem. I want an Apple Watch. That's not the problem. Uh-huh. I just am not going to pay for one. And and so if if we're excluding price, and that's fair, if we're excluding, okay. So pr- obviously, what like you know, drop it to what two hundred? I think even three hundred. It's a compelling product. Hmm. 
I, I think and, – and I think you get serious about even the even like kind of the mid – because I know it starts at 500, but really when you – by the time you do the kind of normal upgrades, you're getting to the 6, 650 range. It's it's They've got to really cut it down, but I, I agree, and it would be very Apple for them to have uh, Apple Watch 2 with new features at the full price and then Apple Watch 1 cut back. Because yeah. it's the old model. And what will they add? Dan, you use an Apple Watch. Do you think uh, a camera in that would be useful? Or is no. that more of a novelty? Yeah, I would never use that. What I have used is the remote camera feature where you can see on the watch what your iPhone camera sees and mm-hmm. have it take a picture. Mm-hmm. Just great for setting it up on a rock somewhere and, and taking a group photo. And you can use it to set the timer and do all that fun stuff so you don't look like a bimbo staring at your watch in the photo sorry not a bimbo like a bozo there, <laughs> there you go um <laughs> maybe battery life i mean i'm really having a tough time figuring out what it's missing because it's really a kind of fairly complete product i think it would i don't know i think something that i can't even think of like right now i'm pretty i'm pretty okay with with the pebble like i don't have I guess I don't have, you know, $350 burning a hole in my pocket or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Something crazy. It's got to change my life. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know if we're going to get it. It really would not surprise me if this was just a temporary, not temporary, but a, a sort of that TikTok revision cycle where they kind of clean it up this time. And then Apple Watch 3 next year is really the one that does something, you know, they come out with... Apple goggles or whatever, you know, future <laughs> future wearable thing. Did you see that? I don't know if you saw the story this week of um, Google Glass being scrubbed off the internet. They shut down no. all of the Google Glass, Facebook pages and Twitter accounts and Google Plus. Like, all references to it have been, like, erased off the face of the planet. So, um, Wow. So, Apple, get on it. Get on it. Where are my stupid glasses? My my future projection smart glasses. Um, all right, that's it. Wait, what is this glass at work thing? I, I just googled that, and they're they're focusing on the glass at work program. Um, I don't know if that's still active. Although I guess if they have a website, it is. But yeah, they they had a program to get Google Glass in places of business. But I would have thought they would have shut that down, considering they don't really. Sell right. Google Glass. That's a good Google point. Glass, uh, Google Plus. Oh, interesting. Their Google Plus, Google Glass. Whew, that's a lot to say. Profile doesn't have any posts anymore. But if you Google things, they 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 you link to a post off of Google and it brings you there. And it they just posted uh, on the twenty first. Hmm. That is where. Sounds like they need a good social media manager. Yeah, um, Google, hit this guy up. Yeah. What? Dan, I have a job I love. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to picks. We do picks every week. We each find things. Sometimes it's technology, sometimes it's not. Sometimes, as Dan was saying, it's it's TV or movies or books or music. Uh, it's apps, it's games, it's websites, it's services. It's We, we pick it all. And I think we've got a couple good ones in here, including ones I've never heard of. Let's start with uh, the man I know is going to keep his brief. Uh, and that'd be the guy with no voice, and that's Colby. Um, Colby, what did you pick for us this week? 
Uh, so this is an app I downloaded a while ago. I don't know. I saw it on Twitter. It's called it's called For Every, like F O R E V E R E, uh, and it basically like it catalogs all your photos and like machine learnings them into like categories and tags and things. It's like surprisingly good. Some of them are really weird, but some of them are kind of accurate. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of cool. I've used it a couple of times, and it's it's been useful. So, all right, if you have a lot of pictures, or even just not that many pictures, and wanna wanna see what happens, if you have non-zero pictures, yeah. <laughs> it was worth yeah. downloading. I, I we should lobby the uh, Oxford English Dictionary to put machine learnings as a verb. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um yeah this is interesting because this what interests me about this is this is kind of the same thing google photos promised me they would do and i've downloaded it google photos and used it for a while and it's never done a good job so i'm curious to try this and see um and see what the side by side is on that so for every f-o-r-e-v-e-r-y photo available on the applications store uh, alphabetically, Dan, what have uh, what have you got for us? Uh, so, for about a month now, I've been playing this game called Auto's Adventure, which is a popular iPhone game. It's been picked for a bunch of awards. Uh, it is a lot of fun. It's one of those you just sort of snowboard down the hill and, and do simple tricks. It's a very good subway game. Uh, it's pretty challenging, uh, but most importantly, it is beautiful uh it is uh what was that what was the game the puzzle game on iphone that that colby picked last year monument valley monument valley it is monument valley levels of pretty to look at uh so uh, you can go to altosadventure.com and check it out uh and you can probably beat my high score because still as of this day i have the lowest high score amongst all my friends so there's that I don't see. See, here's the problem with the subway games: is you can only really play them for about 15 minutes, and that that puts a cap on your on your high score. You can only go so high in that amount of time. And you you can you can get Alto's Adventure on your Apple TV, right? Yes, that is how I first discovered it. Yeah. Also on the Apple TV, where it is also very fun to play. I think Dan, you need a longer commute. That's your problem. <laughs> That's always the problem. Um, yeah. Very cool. Uh, and we'll have links to all these on our website. You can go there and check them out. My pick, I've got a book. Usually Dan brings the books, but I thought I was going through some stuff in oh. storage to find my Xbox controllers, and I found a stack of old books I hadn't read in a while, and this was one I really enjoyed and have read actually a couple times. Um, the Pixar Touch by David A. Price, and essentially the history of Pixar, the animation company I'm pretty confident you've heard of. Um, it's a really interesting read. It is a cool story, um, starting all the way with believe it or not, Disney Animation and John Lasseter, and then how he broke off, started Pixar, um, working with Steve Jobs, eventually being purchased, um, competing with DreamWorks um, and Jeffrey Katzenberg. It really is a very cool story, and the book is great. Um, and, and, you know, I have a weird thing for books about histories of businesses. I just think it's interesting. So, yeah, this, I've this noticed is, that. Yeah, hey, have you? Um, it's, <laughs> it's kind of sick, isn't it? But it, this is this is a really good story and is a really well written book. So if you have any interest in Pixar or the creative process or Steve Jobs or any of these people, Lasseter, uh, check it out. The Pixar Touch, David A. Price. We'll have the link on the website. Don't panic. I got to get into reading more books. 
There's too much content, guys. We need less content. And here we are making more. What? What? We got a lot of nerve. I mean, we're pretty presumptuous. We <laughs> that we're making content. I, yeah, I, I agree. Um, we're like nonsense and ramblings. Um, ramblings. We've, you? Yes. I, I wonder. This would be a. This is a dumb question. And we've recorded a lot of audio, right? I wonder at what point in human history that we have recorded more audio than had ever existed at that point. Like, right when audio recorders were first starting to come out, there wasn't that much. We've, we have years of it. I mean, we've done... I wonder, are we, like, are we breaking into the 20th century yet, or what are we doing here? We're approaching 150 hours. Yeah. So, you know, think think about... Yeah. That's a good... See, Dan, that's a good idea for, like, a website someone should build where it's like a little graph and it's like uh-huh. you have you know you know 300 hours of movies was as much was made in ni- by 1926 and there's a little graph yeah so that's a that's a good like one off site idea thankfully i don't have the skills to accomplish that um well the good news is dan we're going to be back next week for even more content so Get psyched about that. Doing it live Monday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv, uh, twitch.tv slash don't panic show. But the best way to get updates when episodes go live and when we're live um, is on Twitter at don't panic show. And I will, of course, give a shout out that you should subscribe to the show. Um, it is the best way to get it delivered direct. Colby's like, yes, I know he's Mr. <laughs> Podcast and he's got a thousand feeds. So um, we're available on iTunes um stitcher radio the rss feed link is on our website and if you search for us in most major apps pocket cast overcast we show up uh look for don't panic um let's see quickly um we've got a few more teases game nights.tv of course us playing dungeons and dragons go there check it out subscribe it's fantastic um and a heck of a lot of fun um and i will also tease up for debate.tv the show i do with matt mariani talking about all kinds of things our latest episode board games of the 90s which is fun. And this week we're taping uh, a, a show on Saturday Night Live sketches. But even more importantly, you can currently enter our Contender giveaway. We're giving away the hot new card game, The Contender, to launch the new show. It's all at upfordebate.tv. That contest closes February 5th. So um, be sure to get your submission in. Um, gosh, anything else, gentlemen? I, I'm, like, winded. It's funny, when I when I look at the waveforms of these, like the last two minutes, you guys are just silent, and it's just me talking, 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 talking. <laughs> so I'll give you the opportunity to have the last word. Ugh. Colby's yeah, got I no don't... more words. Yeah, Colby's all worded out. Uh, no, I don't, I don't have anything except to say that, again, uh, Peaky Blinders is really good, so if you haven't seen it yet, check it out a pretty respectable way to end it yeah i like it thank you all right well on that note dan colby this is sean thanks everybody for joining us we'll see you next week for uh for more don't panic <laughs>